Welcome to One Cause Church. Here is another inspirational message from Senior Pastor Eric Holler. I want to take a moment, if we could all sing a song together. And uh, that song would be Happy Birthday to the one, the only, Miss Velma Ring. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Miss Velma. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. We love you very much, Miss Velma. And with each birthday, you get prettier. Amen. Well, um, I'm uh, doing my best right now to, to um, hear what the Lord is saying because um, something, something in our ministry, uh, concerning our ministry tonight, there was a great breakthrough in the Spirit as we were worshiping and lifting up the name of Jesus, all of a sudden I just sensed this wave, this rush of his presence, of his power in the room, and it kind of shocked me a little bit. And as I stood there, I thought, Some, something's going on in the spirit. And there has been a hindrance that is no longer there. And I just want to encourage you. And I think for us, yes, as individuals, but I'm talking specifically about this church, about this ministry. Something broke through tonight, and we're going to see in the days and the weeks to come the effect of that, the effect of that breakthrough. I believe that with all my heart, and I declare it tonight in the name of Jesus because there's something about that name. You know, we can get as educated as we want to and learn all the theology we want to and all that, but really it just comes back to the name. Hmm? It is the power. The name of Jesus is the power. That's the name that we call upon and are saved. That's the name at which every knee is going to bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. It's about that name, and God has given him a name that is above every name. God has exalted Jesus and given him the highest name. Now, I want to encourage you tonight. You know, <clears throat> I love being an American citizen. I love living in the greatest country, as far as I'm concerned, on the face of the planet, unashamedly. Amen. Can you hear Lee Greenwood right now? <laughs> I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. Yes. Anyway, but I mean, it's a privilege and it's a blessing to live in this great nation. We don't have any idea how good we have it. I mean, I think sometimes we forget and we get caught up in stupid stuff and forget to be thankful for what we have. And to live our lives in gratitude of this experience, this place that we live, and this freedom that we get to experience every day of our life. 
You don't, have some, you, don't, you don't have to have someone telling you every day, just want to remind you, did anybody get a call from a senator this morning or President Trump call anybody to say, I just want to remind you, you're still a free American. You don't need anybody to do that. You know you're free, not because some politician tells you you're free, but because men and women shed their blood for our freedom, amen. And there was a revolution that took place a long time ago where we threw off tyranny and taxation without representation, which we might need to do again, and throw that off and decide we were going to be free and that every one of us have a right by our Creator, endowed by our Creator with certain inalienable rights. These rights don't come from a government. These rights don't come from men. These rights come from the Almighty. And in God we trust. And that's what has made us such a great nation. And we hold these truths to be self-evident. All men are created equal. Huh? This is what our country is founded on. This is what, where we come from. And if you don't remember, if you don't take time to remember and reflect and to know where you come from, there is no way you can know where you're going. And that's what, over time, men have tried to erode away our true history and give us no identity and make us forget, make us apologize for being a free people who have... Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness ahead of us? We're supposed to apologize for that? <laughs> no. We're the most giving country on the planet. We give more to charities. We give more to the poor. We give more to the needy than any other nation in the world. And do you know that is what continues to make us a great nation? It's okay if I preach this for a second, isn't it? Well, you're going to hear it anyway. The very fact that we have made Israel our number one ally, the people of God, the nation of Israel, who are there because God wants them there, right? And there is, no, there is nobody that's going to be able to conquer them. I mean, if, the, if, if it's about massive armies, uh, they, you know, manpower, they would have been wiped out a long time ago. But those guys have come and gone and come and gone, and Israel still stands. And we stand with her, and because we do, God's blessing is on us. Wow. And we, and we are a people who, what, look what happened in, in, in World War II when we bombed the hell out of Japan. But we didn't go in there and conquer them. We helped them rebuild. What kind of country does that? Russia wouldn't do that. They would conquer it. But we want them to remain a sovereign nation and enjoy freedoms like we do. So we helped them rebuild after we taught them who's boss. <laughs> right? I, I'm, I'm saying this because I want to remind you to live your life grateful. To remember how good you have it. And you could rant about a lot of things on social media but let's not rant. Let's rejoice. Let's proclaim. Let's do good. When we have these kinds of platforms and this kind of freedom, don't take it for granted. 
Don't use it as opportunities for destruction and evil. Use it to build. Remember, you are here at this time in the world on purpose by God. No matter how you got here. I got here because my parents were not planning on me being here, but I got here anyway. It didn't take God by surprise. Maybe your parents weren't intending on you, you being born, at least at the time you were. But you're here, and the moment that you were conceived, God put a plan together for you. I mean, He immediately put you right into His, right into His design. So everyone who's born, whether it was by human will or not, human consent, it doesn't matter. God's in it because God loves you, because God loves people. And not only does He love you, but He has a specific thing for you to do here in the earth. So remember this. Remember this. Alex and I are going to, we're flying out Monday for Uganda, Africa. And I'm gonna, we're going to be doing a four-night uh, crusade there, a healing crusade. We believe that there are going to be many that are going to be healed. We're expecting miracles. I'm expecting to cast devils out of people and see them set free. We're going to preach the gospel. And then during the day, we're going to train up leaders and pastors. And we're going in the name of Jesus and One Cause Church. So I want you to be praying for us. Um, I had a young man who was a former student of Christ for the Nations who uh, worked several years for the great Reinhard Bonnke and um, was one of his assistants. And now he is out on his own doing his own crusades. And so he asked me to come uh, several, several months ago, maybe close to a year ago now, um, to go with him to Africa, to Uganda to do this. So I'm expecting, I'm expecting. Um, but what I'm, I said all that to say this. There and in other nations around the world is an American embassy. And so as an American, I, that's security for me. To know that there's, my, there's a little piece of America a long way from America. And everything that happens in that embassy, all the same rules that apply here apply there in the embassy. So if I had to get there, I could get in there and it would be like I was in America. All the same rights, all the same privileges, everything. It's a little bit of America a long way from home. You here in the earth are bringing a little bit of heaven a long way from, from home. And you're bearing a name, that name that is above every name, that is at the highest place, even in heaven itself, so that when you stand here, you are an ambassador yourself, that wherever you go, heaven goes. And wherever you go, that name has all the authority to carry what heaven has. All the authority, all the privileges, all the good stuff of heaven, you get to bring that here on the earth. So what I'm saying is represent well. Represent where you come from very well. Because, yeah, you are an American here on the earth, but, you know, this is, this is going to pass away, you know. We're all growing old, and this body's going to tire out. It's going to give out. But you are all ultimately, eternally citizens of heaven. And so you have right now on planet earth a time where you can bring heaven into a situation. And, and, it, can, and it happens in just the daily kind of living it's not that you have to set up a certain meeting, you have to have certain credentials. You just have to believe in Jesus. That's it. Just believe in Jesus and be bold with that name. 
Just be bold with that name. It's amazing how many people are out there hurting and just needing to see something greater than what they're experiencing. They need to see a real God in the earth. They need to experience the real power of God, the demonstration of this God, because God has miracles. He is a God of miracles. He is a God of changing a situation. He has the ability, and he has it in his heart to do this, my family, to make a situation good. No matter how dire, no matter how dark, no matter how dank, no matter how, what other D word can I use, disgusting, God has a way to make it good. That's his plan. That's his MO. We know all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. So he does that for you, and then you in turn help do that for others. I want you to turn to Numbers chapter 23. Can we just, can we just fly by the seat of our pants for a moment? All right. I, now I had second and third John all set up to preach tonight, but I, I want to just Stay in this flow with the Lord for a moment. I think he wants to say something specifically to us in this moment right now. It's one of those words in due season, all right? I'm just as scared as you are. Okay. Where did I say to go? Numbers 23. Numbers 23. Let's look at verse 18, if we could. Verse 19. I should say Romans, I mean (laughs) Numbers 23, 19, watch this. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said and will he not do? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? See, that's what's in his word. To change the situation to make it good. Now watch, let's keep reading. Now this is Balak. Now Balak is a soothsayer. He's a sorcerer, okay? The, the interesting thing about this false prophet, this witch or whatever you'd want to call him, God has apprehended his mouth and he's making him say things that he normally wouldn't say. Okay? And this guy is saying it because he's scared to death. And, and the reason he's afraid is because he had a little experience on the way here where he's riding on this donkey and the donkey starts talking to him. Now, that'll get anybody's attention. Because he's trying to go, he's trying to go, and this donkey's just standing there because this donkey sees this massive angel, the angel of the Lord, to be uh, more precise, which is really Jesus. And he sees this angel with his sword drawn, and the donkey's like, no, we're not going anywhere. And Balak can't see the donkey, so he starts beating on this poor animal. And the donkey had enough. So the angel touched the donkey the donkey's mouth, and he turns around and says, why are you hitting me? Can you imagine? Well, what's crazy enough about that, I don't know about how you would respond in a moment like that if you're on an animal and it starts talking to you. I think my response would be something like, ah! But this is, this is Balak, okay? Balak goes, because you're supposed to be going. You're not going, where, you're not going where I'm telling you to go. He just starts having a conversation with the donkey like it's a normal thing. So he, he obviously knows he's on a mission from God if an animal would talk to him. So now he gets there, and he's, re- and he's saying these things because God has told him because he's there. He's been hired to pronounce a curse over Israel, and God says, no, that's not what you're going to say. You're going to say what I tell you to say. Yes, sir. Behold, I have received a command to bless. He has blessed. Watch, I cannot reverse it. 
Now, Balak is known as the authority of soothsayers at this time. All right? He could pronounce a curse, and it would happen. But here what he says is there's no curse that can measure to that blessing. He has blessed. I can't reverse. I can throw a thousand curses on these people, but he's already blessed them. There's nothing I can do. I want to tell you this today. The blessing, as Brian was talking, Pastor Brian was talking, the blessing of Abraham, well, these are Abraham's children, and now you are Abraham's children. The blessing is on you, and it cannot be reversed. Because Christ assured that this thing was done once for all when he shed his blood. So that you could be confident and bold to proclaim that name without question so that you could see heaven come to earth and speak as one who has authority here. I want us to go to the book of Acts now for just a moment. The book of Acts chapter 4. And I'm going to read uh, from a different place first before we get there, but you guys go to Acts chapter 4. I'm going to read from Acts chapter 26, and this is Paul giving testimony uh, before um, King Agrippa. And there's something he says in verse 9 of chapter 26. He says, Indeed, I myself thought I must do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. He says, I thought I must do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth because... Everybody that was preaching in that name, when when they were preaching it, people were converting left and right. Miracles were breaking out. They, they it was like, what is this? We're not. We're supposed to teach about these things. We're not supposed to experience them. We're supposed to talk about a God of miracles, not necessarily see the miracles. We're supposed to give history lessons. We didn't know what, what is this that's going on. And so Paul and these other hardcore Pharisees were trying to stop this. They, had, they were trying to stop this preaching of this name because it was overtaking their religion. And people were leaving that old dead religious system by the droves, and they're panicking. So Paul, you know, he goes after them. He's dragging men and women out of their homes and putting them in prison. He's consenting to, to even their death. He wants them stopped. Now watch this. Acts chapter 4, did you find it? Okay, well, let's just start reading. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, verse 7. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have you done this? Now the, the thing that's in question here is Peter and John had gone to pray at the hour of prayer to the temple and it was uh, 9 o'clock in the morning when they went. And as they're going, is that right? Was it 9? Third hour of the day? I don't remember. Anyway, they're going, and they go to this, by this gate called Beautiful, and there's a man sitting there begging. And since he's 40 years old, and he was lame, born lame from his mother's womb, and they would have to carry this guy, and they would sit in there, and he would beg for money during the day. And so they, they're walking by him, and the beggar held out his hand, and Peter and John stop, and, he, and so the beggar thought, okay, cool. So he puts his hand out, expecting to receive something, and Peter looks at him and says, look on us. He says, I don't have what you need here. I, ha- I don't have what you want here, 
but I'm going to give you something that you absolutely need. And he said, I'll give you what I do have. I don't have the money that you need, but here's what I do have, and that's what I'm going to give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Now, that's bold. You're talking to a guy who has never walked a day in his life. Born, lame, doesn't even know how to walk. There's no memory of walking with this guy. It's never happened. And Peter has the guts enough to look at him and give him that name. In the name of Jesus, rise up. And he takes the man by the hand and he pulls him up. And the scripture says, immediately his ankle and feet and legs received strength. And the next thing that happened is he went walking and leaping and praising God. Anybody remember that song? I used to sing that in Sunday school. Walking and leaping and praising God. And he's freaking out. I mean, this guy's jumping all over the place. And then all these people that have seen this guy day after day after day after day and just felt pity for him and, you know, gave him enough money for the next meal could only offer him man's strength, man's ability. But this day, somebody came to bring heaven to earth, confident in a name that would change everything. And so they brought him up. And so now this call into question, because now a bona fide miracle has taken place. They don't have any answers for this, right? They can't say, oh, well, he must have just been faking. Because, you know, after that accident, then he just kind of went down. No, this guy was born that way. There's, we, we don't know what to say about this. Okay, now watch this. By what authority? Wait, let me say it like I like, quote them like I like to quote them. By what power or what name have you done this? All the, all the religious people are British accents. Then Peter, watch, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers of the people and elders of Israel. All right, he's before all the big dogs. If we this day are judged for a good deed done, why, what did they come to do? They came to make it good. To a helpless man, by what means he has been made well, let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands here before you whole. This is the stone, now he's preaching now, this is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name. Say no other name. Under heaven, given among men, by which we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men. Uh, they're thinking they didn't learn this in school. Where did they get this? Where did they get this kind of boldness? Where did they get this ability? They didn't pay for this. They didn't school for this. Oh, they marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. And seeing the man who had been healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred amongst themselves. All right, so they send these guys out. Now listen to what they say. 
What shall we do to these men? For indeed, that a notable miracle has been done through them is evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But so that it spreads no further among the people, let us severely threaten them. That'll show them. That from now on they speak to no man in this name. So they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. (laughs) Nice try, guys. That's the best you can come up with. Well, at least they weren't stupid enough to say, that wasn't a real miracle. We can't deny that. I know what we'll do. We'll threaten them. Is that really what you want to do to guys who aren't afraid of anything? Is this really what you want to do to a church who, when they are persecuted, they get stronger? When you try to squelch them, they grow? Is this really what you want to do? Devil, here you are again, overplaying your hand. We'll threaten them. And watch. But Peter and John answered and said to them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, you judge. I love that answer. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, like we said, stop doing it. They let them go, finding no way of punishing them because of the people, since they all glorified God for what had been done. For the man was 40 years old on whom this miracle of healing had been performed. I'm just here to tell you, you have positions, you have opportunities to speak that name into a situation, an everyday kind of situation, and help someone who has been in the same rut, the same system every day, the same disappointments, the same failure, the same stuff every day, help them come out of that. My family, we have an obligation to be this kind of people in the earth, not to just be good folks. You should be good people. But we have a power that's in us that needs to be demonstrated. The great T.L. Osborne said, we not only have an obligation to preach the gospel, but to demonstrate that gospel. One little story and then I'll stop. I was in Starbucks a few years ago, and I'd gotten to know this barista. Her name was Megan. Real sweet girl. And I think one thing I liked about her is that she told me every grandfather, great-grandfather had fought in some American war, all the way back to the Revolutionary War. And so we'd talk about American history and stuff like that. It was, she was just interesting. And, and I, she's always happy, always bubbly. One day I came in, and she didn't look like she normally did. She was just kind of downcast, and it was very abnormal for her. And so after I got my drink, I said, Megan, what's going on with you? What's, what's, wrong? what's up? And she said, I have a terrible headache. She said, it's, it's a migraine, and every once in a while I get these, and, and they're just unbearable. Here's the opportunity. Do I just say, okay. Well, I'll be praying for you and go away. Or can I do something right here in Starbucks? 
I said, Megan, can I pray for you right here? She said, yes. And so I took her by the hand, and I said, Lord, something like this. Thank you that you sent your word and healed us. You healed Megan. Now, in Jesus' name, I speak healing to her body and command this headache to leave. In Jesus' name, amen. And she looked at me and said, thank you. And I walked out with my drink. That was it. Maybe a year later, Megan had transferred to another store, and I was in there, and I was talking to a lady who was working there, and she said, hey, I've been waiting to see you. I wanted to tell you, because she was a Christian. She said, do you remember Megan? I said, yeah. She said, do you remember when you prayed for her? I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember I had to get over a lot of uh, self-doubt to do that. I didn't tell her that, but I said, of course I remember. <laughs> do it all the time. I said, uh, I said, yeah. She said, well, let me tell you what happened. She said, when you left, Megan came over to me and she said, you're not going to believe this. And she said, what? She said, Eric just prayed for me. She said, I had a, that headache, that migraine headache. She said, when he prayed for me, all the pain left. And she said, I feel perfectly fine. And so she, she was considering leaving her shift, you know, going home, but she went ahead and worked that whole shift. She said, I don't know what you did. I said, I didn't do anything. I just took an opportunity to proclaim his name. It was just a little meeting at Starbucks that changed that girl's whole day. I'm, no, I'm nobody special in that. I'm just a believer in Jesus. Every one of us has that name. It's not about our position, our status. It's about the name. You've got to remember that. And if you'll put all the confidence in the name of Jesus, you won't be afraid to pray for anybody, to bring heaven anywhere, because it's not on you, it's on the name. The power is not, are you hearing me? The power is in the name. And he gave us a name to proclaim, to utter that name. You don't have to have all the fancy words. Just have the name of Jesus. Sometimes you can just do as simple as this, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Because it's the sum total of everything that needs to be said. The Scripture says that in times past, God spoke to us through all these prophets, but has in these last days spoken to us through His Son. Jesus is the final answer. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. You bring that name, you bring heaven. You bring the change. You be the change for where you go. So I just want to encourage you, and I want to charge you, be bold in your witness. Be bold with that name. Don't be afraid to take a, a moment to help somebody, to reach out, to bring life, to pray for healing. To uh, Who knows? Miracles can happen in moments like that. Amen. All right? Anything's possible with that name. Anything. Believe that, expect it, and walk in it. Hallelujah. Let's stand together. Father, we thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you, Lord. That every good thing, every good thing in our life comes from you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hmm.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, help us to be to live as we are called so that when we go out into this world of sighing, crying, dying humanity we can bring your love and grace and see your power demonstrated. God, how you love people. And how you want to show yourself to them and your goodness. There's so much misunderstanding about you. So much, so much. But Father, we know one moment, one touch from God, one word from God can change an entire life. One moment can last an entire lifetime. One declaring of that gospel that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures and He was buried and He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. That beautiful story, that beautiful message that has the power in it to save us, to deliver us, to give us a whole new life, free from guilt and shame, free from depression, depression and darkness and separation from God, from loneliness. Lord, help us to remember what we have and be so in awe of it and so grateful that, Lord, we can't keep silent, that we will not be intimidated by man. We will not be intimidated by difficult circumstances. We won't be intimidated by uh, religion and, and, and by even our own insecurities, God. But Lord, we will be people who will declare your name so that this world, God, will call out to you, so that they will cry out to you, so they will look to you. They will come to know you for who you really are. And the darkness will go away and light will break through, God. And the love of Jesus will be known for what it really is, that God so loved us that He gave us everything He had in His Son. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Grant us more boldness. Even as they prayed, Lord, after they were, even after they were threatened by all these religious leaders, they came together and said, God, grant us more boldness. Help us, God, to not be cowards. Help us, Lord, not to shy away. Help us not to, not to give in to the spirit of fear. But Lord, knowing us, you've given us the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. Help us, Lord, to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. This is a new day. This is a new time. This is a new experience. Greater days are ahead for your people. Greater things. Greater manifestations of the Spirit. Greater miracles, Lord. We are expecting it. We're looking for it, God. And we are here to volunteer to be a part of that. Use us. We're here. Use us. Show us. Thank you, Lord God. Lead us and guide us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Mm, amen. Now I commend you to the word of His grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you and give you peace. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.